stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. Our loyal listeners already getting their thoughts in on the ESPN Milwaukee talk and text line 800-990-3776, 800-990-3776. Papa in Mequon, Poppy in Mequon saying, Rogers is one of those people who can't let anything go. Rogers will attack back until people like Finley just give in. He needs that chip on his shoulder. Maybe the trolls and people like Jermichael will be his chip this year. We've talked about the chip on the shoulder before, right? And we've talked about players who need to manufacture uh, frustration, anger, whatever the emotion is to get game ready. That has been a narrative, Gabe, for Rodgers his entire career of, of kind of using people's slights, using people's criticism or the detractors to motivate him to greatness. And it has worked for him. So again, I think that Poppy makes a good point. Like, if you need a guy like Jermichael Finley to criticize you, if you need uh, the media to come after you after game one to propel you to another MVP season, okay, Okay, let's do it. I'll sign up for another MVP Rogers season. It's great to watch. Yeah, no, I mean it, it's something that whether it's the uh, the coach from Purdue who sent him the good best of luck on your pursuit of a college career letter, or the grade school teacher that told him he couldn't be a professional football player, and he's brought those stories up. By the way, it's not like um, you know somebody's dug those stories up. Those are instances that he has brought up. So yeah, I mean it's, it's just how. He's one of those guys that has to motivate himself through that, and he's not the only example. It's just how some people motivate themselves at that upper echelon of athletes. Yeah, but do you think this is all calculated from the standpoint of he knows exactly the script he wants, and he's going out there on Pat McAfee, and he's going to talk about this knowing that Sports Talk Radio and ESPN, that's all they're going to talk about today, which keeps him in the forefront of NFL news. Um, I, I don't know if it's that. I mean, I, I thought you were going to go deeper and say that him and Jermichael are actually tight, and the conspiracy is that Jermichael goes out there to criticize him, to give him that motivation. Um, you know, and so then he's got something to talk about on McAfee. I don't think so. I just think based on the conversations I've had with Jason, and when, when Jason and, and Rogers did the show, I think it's just good for Rogers to talk about all this stuff that he wants to talk about and just get it out there. I've heard conspiracy theories thrown out before, Gabe, where guys will like make themselves the center of the attention in order to like take the heat off of other guys. Right. Like you've heard about that before where a guy will kind of like throw himself to the wolves so that his teammates aren't being questioned when a team underperforms or something like that. Like I've heard those conspiracy theories. Him and Jermichael Finley being pals <laughs> yeah, is one is. that I, I just thought that's where cannot I thought that's behind. where Chewy was going. That's like saying, <laughs> I thought that's where Chewy was going. I was going to get behind him. and oh, Aaron Rodgers so are pals. We are pals. I just, he calls me up and says, here's what you can talk about on the radio, Jen. Here's the topic you need. Whatever I can do for hashtag content. Uh, JR in the car weighing in on our ESPN Milwaukee talk and text line saying, in order for Rodgers to let it go and stop talking about it, he would have to not answer the questions being asked, and that would get him publicly criticized too, wouldn't it? I disagree with that. I think Rodgers has, he's got enough tenure in the league. He obviously is pals with McAfee. If he didn't want to talk about this stuff, he could absolutely send him a text saying, man, what a clown, right, about Finley. What a clown. Let's talk some football. I'm done talking about the drama. It doesn't do me any good. It doesn't do my team any good. We're working towards a common goal. 
Let's go. You know what I mean? Like, he could absolutely dictate the direction. I think he likes the green bays of our lives. I think he likes the drama, to choose point a little bit. I think he likes using the microphone and using the pulpit to get his point out there. And again, I'll go back to what I said before. You're better than that, Rogers. You're better than that. Pick your battles. Because he becomes, Gabe, and you can tell me if I'm wrong about this or not, he becomes increasingly unlikable from a personal standpoint when he continues to bang this but, but drum. It's like he's I, surprised see, I, I think by people are on their sides and they're not going to change no matter what here. Like I either agree. either you 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 the line's been drawn, you're on one side, you're on the other. So to JR's point, like I feel no matter what Aaron Rodgers does, he's going to be criticized at this point. And, and to Chewie's point, he did bring this on himself with the whole offseason drama because it wouldn't be that way had the offseason not played out the way that the offseason played out. But at this point, like everyone's picked their sides, and no matter what he does, he's going to get criticized by someone somewhere. Okay, so that's just we, how it's going to work. We are from, not from the, here on out. It, that's just the way it's going to work. We are not the only people discussing this. I just saw it being talked about on Get Up on ESPN, and it seems like they were talking about it on Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max as well. I also want to caution Aaron Rodgers about the nature of being sensitive at this level, paying attention to what the trolls are saying. Stop paying attention to that. Don't pay attention to social media. Don't pay attention to the negativity articles that's being written in these newspapers and online about your ability to be whatever it is that you are. If you don't put energy into that, you won't have to respond on Pat McAfee and no other show. If you are paying attention and it bothers you, remove yourself from it because it's not going away, especially something you created to start with. You created this. You opened up the door at the end of the season in the NFC Championship game, when you said mystery, whatever that thing he is, or whatever he said at the end, because he says so much, he opened the door and then he holds out. But he's like he's uh, on the McAfee show. He's like he's surprised by troll. We get trolled, right? We get trolled on this show, and we're not shocked, and we brush it off like that's social media today. Who cares? And. and Someone told me that one of the Packer PR people are the one feeding him this information. What the hell is Tom he doing? Yeah, Roger, Rogers Why? is the one that has said that. But Why? Here's, here's my question, and Chewy, maybe you can answer this. Maybe Gabe, you have a better idea of this too, just like how it works up there right now. It, is Rogers going up to Tom and being like, "All right, what are they saying about me this week?" Or is or is Tom Fanning, who was mentioned by name, that's why I'm saying his name by Rogers, is Tom Fanning the one being like, "Rogers, you're never going to believe what they said about you today." See now what what we did back in the day. This is before social media and everything. They would Xerox, and I don't know why they did it. I just threw the crap away. They would Xerox Xerox the opposing team that you're playing's newspaper as well as ours, and they give it to a little packet and they put it in everyone's locker because there was a lot of downtime back. We didn't have phone. There were no cell phones, right? So you had a lot of downtime. Most guys just took the thing and threw it away. Well, it's interesting that you say that, too, because there's a whole discourse that I've seen happening on social media in the last ah, 48 hours, 24 hours, whatever it is, about whether or not human beings are meant to be exposed to this level of feedback about everything they do. And it goes to Twitter, it goes to Instagram, it goes to all of the social media platforms, and it basically says, like, human capacity is not capable of being bombarded with all of the feedback. It's kind of like the well, actually, 
um, phenomenon, right, where you say something and you misspeak. I think even the other day on the air I said Iowa State when I meant to say Ohio State. And to your guys' credit, I'm sure you heard it, neither one of you were like, Ohio State, Ohio State, did you mean Ohio State? Because sometimes you just misspeak. In the media, though, when you are Aaron Rodgers, you're going to be bombarded with why didn't you play well? What happened week one? Did all the drama from the offseason creep into the regular season? Does he really want to be there? Because he had said that maybe he was going to retire. Like, I don't think that any of that stuff is egregious. I don't think any of that stuff is crossing a line. I think it's what we do every single week in the National Football League. We try to figure out why a team performed the way they performed, whether that's exceptionally well or exceptionally bad. And for Rodgers, who's been around this long, to not recognize that that's part of the deal... Seems a little short-sighted. It seems like he's lacking a little bit of self-awareness when he can't just, to choose point, crumble up the proverbial paper and throw it in the trash. I, I don't know how it doesn't clog his brain up. And Gabe, I'll bring this back to golf. I think that's why Tiger Woods struggled for a while after his indiscretions is because Tiger was probably sitting there hearing the noise, reading the stuff, listen, you know... Not even hearing the chirping in the gallery, but waiting for it. And you can't do that as a golfer. I think that's what it took him a while to finally compartmentalize that and do away with it. And then he started playing good golf. I don't know. You think this affects Rogers' play on the oh. field? I mean, so let me ask this. I think you're hitting something here, Chu, because I'll ask Jen this because she gets the most, I mean, she's a big deal, so she gets the most social media feedback. I'm kind of a big deal. But, like, if you, if you, Jen, let's say, you you know, you've got this great Cincinnati piece that you were just working on. It, it plays as a feature this next week. And, you know, people start tweeting you at it. It's hard not to focus, like, oh, you know, people saying good job, good job, good job. If you get one negative out of, like, 20 do you focus on that negative one or the good one? Well, and, 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 and to that, Jen, do you know it's coming, right? I don't have social media. I don't want social media. I don't care. I'm not going to give people a voice. But in your case, after you do a piece, do you know that there's going to be – it's just – the nature of the beast. You Absolutely. know there's negative Absolutely. stuff coming. You know that you put yourself out there. Being in the public eye, you know that you open yourself up to criticism. And sometimes things that criticize, criticism for things that you don't even deserve to be criticized for, right? Like somebody said to me the other day about my outfit on college game day, not your best look. <laughs> I knew she was going to get criticized on her clothes. Right? That not was the your one best thing that was look. And I'm here. thinking to myself, like, I, I, but I like what I was wearing. So, yeah, you have to build up that Teflon exterior when it comes to the criticism. And Aaron Rodgers is on a completely different level than Jen Latta. Let's be very, very clear about the amount of criticism, the amount of conversation, the amount of dialogue taking place when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. But when you're coming off an MVP season and then you have the offseason that he had, which was the green bays of our lives, and you underperform in week one, how in the world can you be shocked by the talking heads, the people who are paid to converse? Because again, our job is to talk. Our job is to opine. And that's the job of, of the Keyshawn J. Will and Maxes. That's the job of the CBS, the NFL Today crew. That's their job. Okay? They get paid to do that. And they do it very, very well. Rogers knows better. He knows that this is all part of the deal, right? This, to me, Gabe, reminds me of the old uh, Mad Men thing that you often reference. That's what the money's for! Yeah, and to my larger point, I think it's harder to ignore, even if it's a minority, it's harder to ignore, for whatever reason, the negative. 
Like, you kind of get hung up on it. And I had, because of all the noise that's around Aaron Rodgers, um, a friend of me went, hey, I didn't watch the game last night. Did Rodgers get booed? Rodgers didn't get booed on Monday night. Like, Why when would the he? football game started. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, like, there's, there is a certain portion of the fan base that thinks that all this negativity is... I don't know. It's 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 just it's an interesting phenomenon to kind of dive into. That Rogers, I think there is still a majority of the fan base that is, you know, that maybe they're annoyed with all the other, you know, because yes, why wouldn't you be annoyed with everything and the noise going on outside? But when it comes time to play football, there's still going to be fans of him, and that's not going to bleed over into actual game. Let, let me just throw this out before we go to break. You guys can chew on it. You think he's jealous of Tom Brady? Oh, without a doubt, hundred percent. 